0: I think longevity is way underrated. A lot of people just don't know what it actually takes and maybe some people aren't willing to pay the price and they think the opportunity hasn't presented itself within a certain period of time, then they'll go find the opportunity somewhere else. But actually, what I think honors God is actually when we actually stick around and we're actually faithful not just faithful to God, but we're actually faithful to the people that we serve with, that we serve under. I want to be part of a team and I want to lead a team that actually wants to be around for the long haul.
1: This is the Hillsong Creative Podcast, where we hear from creative experts, influencers, dreamers, and doers, what they've learned and what we can learn from their journey as we explore, respond, and create.
2: Well, hey guys, it's so good to have you listening to today's episode. This is Rich Langton speaking. I've been off for a few weeks and it's so good to be back with you. We're in for a great episode today with our creative pastor from Hillsong, UK, Pastor Jay Cook. He is a good man. I've known him a long time and you're gonna really love this interview. I think there's something in it for everyone. See, Jay is... um, He's a quiet achiever. He's someone who's been around for a long time and who's just stayed the path and uh, been faithful in and out of season. And I think you'll hear him speak from from his perspective now of where he's at, but you'll also hear, if you listen to it, the wisdom of years and years of serving faithfully. He's an uncomplicated guy. He's got a great attitude and a servant heart, and I think you're really going to love it, and I think you're going to enjoy this episode. Annie Garrett is interviewing him, so let's jump straight in.
1: Okay, you lead a team of hundreds of creatives, like maybe thousands of creatives. Do you consider yourself a creative?
0: I, yes and no. I think I wouldn't say I'm the most creative person, but I, like, I am, I, I would say I'm creative for sure.
1: So I heard that you have said something to your team and you said, or talking about your team, you said, don't set impossible bars for people, but set high bars. Would you say the same thing when it comes to creativity?
0: I think when it comes to creativity, there should be a sense of daring to do the impossible. Right. I think there should be just be a boldness and a daring to what we do and trying something new. Um, and maybe it's kind of sometimes outside of our reach, but I think we should still kind of be going for that. Yeah. When it comes to creativity, because I think that's how we that's how we push boundaries and push out borders, and that becomes the new norm to what right. we do, and just. You know, because in order to get past the line, you have to try something that we've never done before. So I, I think we need to try the impossible.
1: Yeah. What do you think is like the enemy of creativity? Like what have you learned through the years that you have to be careful of or like something that can just kind of hinder your creativity? Is there anything?
0: I think when we stop taking things in and stop seeing, when we stop seeing the world as like our, our palette, I think that's when for me, I know that's when like the creativity kind of wears down a bit. Yeah. But the mo but when I always kind of keep my eyes open to everything that's around me, because I think anything and everything can become some kind of creative stimulant to to spark ideas and creativity. But the mo but we have to kind of keep our eyes open to it. Yeah. And it could be walking down the street seeing a a billboard, seeing a poster, seeing um, a shop window, anything that we have our eyes open to can spark something within us to come up with other ideas and right. whether it could be, you know, you could see the most random thing uh, building, but it could it could actually spark ideas for lyrics. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, it's not, you don't have to hear a song to, to come up with lyrics. It could yeah. be anything. Just life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of life, you've got two kids. I do. Two beautiful girls. Yeah. Do you find that being a dad has changed? Well, even what you're talking about changed the way that you do see things and that you do absolutely. view life and kind of draw creativity from. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I think I know before I had the girls. Um, even when it comes to like understanding love,
3: yeah,
0: it's you have you have this kind of you, you have a you understand love a bit, but it, the concept is so small. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and then but when when you have your own flesh and blood, um, something that you've created, it's your understanding of love just is like blown out of the window. Yeah. And then you kind of think about what, how God loves us mm-hmm. and even how much I love my girls. Like it still doesn't even come close to how much God loves us. But it's just, it changes everything. It changes the way you see things, the, changes the way that, um, i think you want to you want to do life and you want to how you want to act the the things that you want to say because yeah. you're so conscious of this world that you're creating for your kids to grow up in now.
1: Really? Do you see anything in your girls like they're,
0: my, that they're leaning towards? my one oldest, is like a brand new baby, my,
1: right? No. Yeah,
0: so our youngest is 11 months. Okay. Um, but my oldest, um, Loxie, she loves dancing. Yeah. She there's this program called Strictly Come Dancing in the UK. I don't know if it's here, but oh. um, and she absolutely loves it. And so she it's like ball uh, ballroom dancing. Yeah. So every Saturday night, she's like, she's in the living room, she's dancing in front of us, and so she's just got like such a fun spirit about her. Um, I think she'll I think she'll do do something definitely she's got a lot of creativity about her yeah um and then our youngest i don't know there's so much unlocked potential there at the moment do anything yeah i mean she's one she's barely one so she's not doing that much at the moment she's not dancing
1: yet wow (laughs) okay um okay so you're a writer you're a singer you're a communicator you lead a team of creatives so you do a lot of stuff have you, can you talk a little bit about maybe seasons where something you're super passionate about or you feel like is one of your great strengths, you actually lay it down and have to get good at something else or just like, you know, like you have to yeah. change hats because you do different things. Yeah,
0: I, I th- it's kind of the nature of, I think, when you're, when you're leading a big team and there's, a lot of, I guess, a lot of responsibilities, you do have to kind of, in seasons, pick and choose certain things. Um, I would say there's definitely been, I mean, i love I, do, I love writing and there's definitely been seasons where maybe i've had to kind of focus on other things to mm-hmm. kind of build strength into those areas whether it's within the team whether it's within the leaders within the team to actually get that to a place where then i can kind of um, not take my hands off at it but just it's 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 you know it's working it's it's and it's running well mm-hmm. um and the there's definitely been times even I would say this last year where I've kind of had to um, I haven't been able to give as much time to say writing as I would have loved to um, because I've needed to concentrate on a certain thing yeah and then get that to a point where I can then you know come back and actually do what I love you know the things that I love doing um, It would be awesome if you know you could just only do the things you love but that's kind of not how life yeah. always works. Um, so you need to, as leaders, we actually have to give attention to the things, um, the like the lifeblood of the team, and just everything that actually makes everything work. Yeah.
1: Is it hard to lead creative people?
0: I wouldn't say it's hard. I just say it's, it's a unique thing to do. Yeah. And um, sometimes you feel like you're managing so many different types of people because there's no there's no one person the same. So there's no one there's no one answer that's going to work for every every single person. Right. The same way, but I, I th- like it's an absolute joy to kind of lead lead the creative team, and um, but you are constantly having to take each individual on the journey, right? And you you're trying to do that at the same time as leading a whole team of people. Two different dynamics. You got you're trying to lead the mass, but then you're trying to lead the individual as well, right? Um, and I think that's kind of what that's kind of what we're doing when it comes to I guess the unique personal personalities within the team. But I love it.
1: So you're leading the team how long have you been on the team
0: i've been I've been on the team for seventeen years okay
1: and I would imagine the team looks really different now than it did
0: yeah I think you know when I first came onto the team there was maybe probably like twenty thirty people wow. um, and now now it's like in one campus now we've got eight campuses soon to be thirteen twelve thirteen right um, with like hundreds of people um, in so many different areas and you know there's new totally new areas that we have today than we had 17 years ago. Um, there's just the need for it now. Yeah. And there probably wasn't the people back then anyway to kind of lead those areas. But yeah, it's just been, it's actually amazing when you kind of, when you step back and look at, look at the journey of um, the team and kind of the growth, it's actually incredible just to see kind of the people that have come in and um, and it's amazing how kind of God brings in the right people at the right time to to really kind of, develop an area and develop like a new side to the team as well. And mm-hmm. it's great.
1: What about, because um, like life on any team, even for a year, you've been there for a long time. Lots of season changes, probably lots yeah. of transitions, Yeah, people in, people out.
0: Different roles, all that kind of stuff. So
1: many changes. So how do you keep reinventing yourself or make sure that you don't stay stuck so that you can't keep adapting as things change? Like in As a leader and as a creative leader, how do you think you do that?
0: I think um when it comes to that, I would say being a learner is like a massive thing. So good. Um I think we you know, we have to we have to live life as learners. Otherwise yeah. if we stop learning, then we just get stuck in the one thing or the the couple of things that we've been we're responsible for. Mm-hmm. But I think if we're open to learning, we're always gonna grow, we're always gonna move forward and uh be able to take on take on new things and actually I think bear a greater weight of responsibility to what we do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say that's probably the biggest thing over the right. over the 17 years. And like, I'm not saying it's always been like that, but I think over the time I've learned actually, if I'm going to stick around for another 17 years, hopefully it's a lot longer, there should be a lot longer than that. Yeah. But I actually need to stay a learner and not not just kind of be content with where I'm at um, in in whatever area, whether it's like my leadership capacity or creative capacity I actually need to continue to learn from others right. um, and just look for, look for ways to grow.
1: Yeah. How, um, have you ever found yourself in a place where somebody else on your team is doing what you would rather be doing <laughs> or even like what you actually think maybe you could do better?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, like what gosh. would
1: be your strength? You know what I yeah. mean? You know when you, you're in seasons where you feel really capable in one area and then you're doing something completely different?
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, and I think you go in and out of those seasons as well. And I don't think you ever just kind of come out of that season, and never hit it again. Um, but I think the the thing that I've learned is to kind of trust God in those seasons. right? Because we can't really, or we should never be trying to orchestrate our own, those things for ourselves, I think. You know, we can we can do all we can in the natural, whether it's upskilling and just honing our craft mm-hmm. um, to the best of our, our abilities. But when we do what we do, which is we're part of a we're part of a team, we're part of a church, and we you know we we serve we serve under leaders. We actually have to trust our leaders and trust the decisions that they make, and not and we actually have to really back them as well. Yeah. But when we when you're in that season of you feel like actually you could be doing that. Like that's you know when we sing about trusting God, we we read about trusting God. That's where it's really put into action, right? In the moments where where you you feel like you're ready, you feel like you could be doing you could be doing more, but maybe like the opportunity hasn't presented itself okay. or you haven't been asked um, within the time frame that you thought you were going to get asked. That's where trusting God really kind of kicks yeah. in, and you go. Actually, no matter what, whether I get to do that or I stay doing this for the foreseeable future, I'm gonna trust you, and I know that you're you're gonna bring out the best in whatever yeah. circumstance and whatever the situation, how it moves forward. Yeah, yeah, and because okay. like, what's the, what's the alternative? Like, if you don't trust God, what's the alternative? Exactly. You just bow out, and then yeah. well, what good does that do? Like, we have to trust God if we Red. if we if we really mean it then we have to do it, we have to put it into action.
1: Um, do you think it's important for creatives to be in community with other creatives?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like that's an
1: important part of oh, it,
0: why? Absolutely. You know, we talk, we talk a lot about it when, you know, within our church, within our team, like we're better together, mm. um, And but we are. I think no. there's no one person that is um, better by themselves. Even like Jesus, he was he was always with other mm, people. He yeah. was always in community with other people. And if it was good enough for him, um, then it should be good <laughs> enough for the, you know, what we might see as the the creative geniuses. And um, I think we can sometimes maybe make excuses for for that side of things and say solidarity is good, but actually no, it's not. Right. Like we were we were made to be in community with each other. And the thing with community, like it we draw out the best of each other. You know, Bible talks about iron sharpening iron and that's what community does. It actually um, it actually it brings out the best in each other. And hopefully it actually spurs us on to, to be more like Christ. Mm-hmm. That's what community should do as well.
1: 10 years from now, what do you hope is like the thing that you have kind of left with your team? Let's say you're there or you're not there. What's the one thing that as creatives you hope that you've instilled in them?
0: I think it's kind of what we touched on just before. It's actually paying the price to stick around.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, awesome. I think longevity is way underrated. There's a lot, a lot, not the majority, but a lot of people just don't know what it actually takes.
1: Yeah.
0: And maybe some people aren't willing to pay the price because they think, they think the opportunity hasn't presented itself within a certain period of time, then they'll go find the opportunity somewhere else. Mm. But actually... Um, what I think honours God is actually when we actually stick around and we're actually faithful to not just faithful to God because I think that can be easy to do, but we're actually faithful to the people that mm-hmm. um, that we serve with, that we serve under, the people that we lead. And I want to be part of a team and I want to lead a team that actually wants to be around for the long haul yeah. and not just look for the next opportunity but decide that, they're going to give everything that they've got into what they're a part of, mm. knowing that there's actually generations to come that are going to the reap the benefits of the price that they paid as well.
1: Yeah, I love it. Well, you have set a great example for them to follow. Oh, thanks. So thank you and thanks for chatting thank with us. Thank
2: you. Well, I don't know if you're like me, but as I listen to Jay speak, I'm challenged by the attitude that he has for longevity and sticking at it and just being faithful. And as creatives, I know it's so easy to be looking one way and then looking another way and looking out for opportunity and wondering if you're in the right place. But as creatives, it's so good that we can know that God has us where He wants us and that we can continue to walk that out faithfully and uh, knowing that He will open doors that need to be opened and He'll close ones that need to be closed. So let's journey on, let's be faithful and let's continue to stay the path. Next up, we've got this week's story for the Psalms of Ascent. And you can find out more at hillsong.com forward slash WCC. And don't forget to join us in the 100 Day Creative Challenge.
3: God looks like exactly that it's a partnership we each have a part to play but obviously I think mine's minimal compared to what God does because you know he's so expansive he's massive and he does far greater things with the little that we ever bring him and so I love that God does the crazy things we never thought would be possible when we actually say yes to him and even though it's like God like this is all I have like it's hardly anything you give it to Him and He actually takes it and says, cool, I can bless that. I'm definitely feeling challenged because you're saying, what is obedience as a creative? It's obedience is following God's Word and in His Word it says to create. It says to write a new song, um, not for our glory and who knows where it'll go And because the end result isn't on us. That's that's you know, God's domain, and we can leave Him with that, but that we would actually be obedient and actually create a new song that would tell of His goodness. And maybe that it wouldn't actually be for other ears, but it would be for a one-on-one worship experience. I'm meant to be where God's called me to be. And even if I saw this other thing that maybe had like, I don't know, fame, notoriety, money, if that's not where God's called me to be, that is always gonna be second to where God's actually called me to be.
2: Well, that's it for today's episode. I really hope you've enjoyed it. If you'd like to subscribe, you can do that pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and even YouTube. We'd also like to hear from you too. So if you have a comment, you can do that on our Instagram, which is at HillsongWCC, and we'll see you next time.